0: All day long, and I told him that he was gonna be dealing with some tired people, and I told him that the choir's up at Cushadda and the young people's over there, but he said he's been a pastor for many years and he understands all things. But I also told him the people that's in here know how to have church, and we've come to hear the word of God preach. He's a man of God, he's taken a church there in a city, California, that's just booming. The church is booming, a man of strong convictions, and I thank God for him, and he's going to minister the word. Would you stand and help me welcome to our pulpit for the first time for the Von Martin as he comes to minister the
1: word? Let's give the Lord a good hand clap tonight. Praise God. Oh, let's give the Lord a good hand clap. Praise oh, God. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands and worship the Lord together. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's lift our hands and worship the Lord. Hallelujah to God in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Let's give him another hand clap tonight. We're doing it for Jesus. We're doing it for Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Let's open our Bibles tonight. The to 2nd Corinthians, chapter 11, and verse 28. Just a portion of verse 28. You'll find in that verse, the Apostle Paul said, That which cometh upon me daily. That which cometh upon me daily. The old country philosopher said, the thing about life is, it's so daily. It's so daily. You may be seated. Praise God. We're happy to be here tonight in Alexandria. It's good to be here with Brother and Sister J. Mangum and Brother and Sister Anthony Mangum. And I want to tell you something about these four and this church that I appreciate. And that has been an inspiration to me. And that is your desire for the apostolic doctrine. Acts two thirty-eight and the oneness of God. Yeah. Praise God. And your desire to reach the world. If you haven't got those two things, the apostolic doctrine and the desire to reach the world, you're going to be lost somewhere along the way. But it, these four have been an inspiration to me for many years concerning the apostolic doctrine and a desire to reach the world. Now, Brother Anthony Mangum told me tonight that you folks uh, have had a great Easter outreach and so forth, and I understand that because that's why that I didn't come out here until today because I had to stay home and clean up the mess that we had so I could come out here to this mess. I'm not talking about this mess, but... Now, praise God, and uh, it's good to be here. I've I've got folks here that I haven't even met yet, and uh, in fact, I come straight from the airport to here, but I'm not tired, I'm not weary, I feel good. Praise God! God. Glory. I I come out here to take home with me a new daughter-in-law. We're going to make a Californian out of her. <laughs> Praise God. But, you know, when I got off the plane today, I was, uh, I was surprised, especially when I got over here. There was Farrah. I didn't know that Mark was coming here to marry Pharaoh. I thought it was that other girl. No. <laughs> no. I'm just teasing. I repent. Praise God. You know, I thought about this service tonight. And I want to tell you what I'm not going to preach. Uh, First, I want to say, I want everybody to just relax here tonight. This ain't going to be no uptight service. Now, I I know how it is after everybody's been uptight. Go, 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 because we've been doing the same thing. You don't have to get uptight tonight. You can just sit there. Just don't go to sleep. But but I'm going to tell you, you can relax tonight. This is Wednesday night Bible study, and that's what we're going to have. Praise God. Now, I'm not going to preach about judgment. I'm not going to preach about mercy. I'm not going to preach about holiness. I'm not going to preach about the oneness of God. I'm not going to preach Acts 2.38. Not much left to preach. It?
2: <laughs>
1: but I'll tell you what I am going to preach tonight. I'm going to preach about life. Just life. Just life. Just life. Because Life is something that that we live in every day. Every day. And as you pass through life, every once in a while you've got to have a drink of water. And I'm making myself at home here. I feel at home. I really do. Feel relaxed, feel good. Hallelujah. But the Apostle Paul said, he said, That which cometh up on me Daily. 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 And like I've already said, the old country philosopher said, the thing about life is it's so daily. It's so daily. I read a story many years ago, and it was about a man that walked from San Francisco to New York. Now I want to tell you something. It's a long way from San Francisco to California to New York. Especially if you're, you're walking. And when he got through after, I forget how long it took him, but it took a long time. After he got through, they questioned him, and they wanted to know, they wanted to know, uh, did he almost quit? He said, oh, yeah, there was times when I almost quit. He said... Uh, they asked him some questions, said, well, was it the hot summer suns? He said, no. Was it the cold winter winds? No. Was it the mountain range you had to go across? No. Was it the rivers you had to forge? No. Was it the cities you had to go through? No. What, what, well, well, man, what was it? He said, I'm going to tell you. He said, the thing that all most defeated me, he said, was the sand in my shoes. He said... He said, I'm telling you the truth. He said, there were times that that I got sand in my shoes, and he said, it just almost defeated me. And he said, in fact, it was a daily thing. It was a daily thing. And you know, like the sand in the traveler's shoes, it's often the day-to-day problems that almost defeat us. You know, in California we say, it's this, it's this everyday grind that almost gets me down, and so that's what I'm going to be dealing with tonight. Now that's not my subject. I'm not going to ask my subject till later, but but I want to talk about this everyday grind. I want to talk about you know the sand uh, in our uh, shoes. The apostle Paul he said that which cometh upon me daily, that which cometh upon me daily. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 17 says a friend loves at all times and said a brother is born for adversity. Uh Now that word adversity means tightness. We were born for tightness. Uh It means trouble. We were born for trouble. Uh Man that's born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. It also means affliction, it means tribulation, it means distress. A brother is born for distress, for trouble, for affliction, for tightness, whatever, whatever. Let me tell you, there's some things that's here to stay. And uh, there's some of you folks in your mind, in your mind, you've been thinking, "When, when I get my house paid off, if you ever do, or if I ever get this car paid for. No, let me tell you something. When you get that house paid for, there's going to be a leak in the roof. There's some things that's here to stay. Now, I'm not being negative. That's just life. That's the way it is. And and the quicker that we come to the realization that there's some things here to stay. and And we accept these things. Now, there's some things in life we don't have to accept. But life, if you're going to live in this life, you've got to accept life. Here life is. But the bills are here to stay. There's always going to be a house payment or an electric bill, a water bill, or a garbage bill. I guess y'all have those things out here, you know. And I'm going to tell you something about California. Don't ever come to California. There's 30 million people out there. We've got all we can stand. Well, you've got 30 million people, there's, there's 30 million spirits. We don't need no more. We need one more Louisiana. That's all we need. Just one more. Just Pharaoh Delight. That's all. Just one more and we're going to close the gate. Just one more. But that's all. But but in California, it's hurry, hurry. Hurry up get there. And hurry up get back. You know. And and there's bills to be paid. Let me tell you something. If you lose out with God, it's not going to be. Now, hear me out. Now, I'll say a lot of things here tonight, but it'll all come together in the end. Uh, If you lose out with God, it ain't because you went down to the beer joint and said, Give me a beer. No, it don't start there on the bar stool. It starts someplace else, and that's what I'm going to talk about. It starts someplace else. It's not because you're going to go out and commit adultery. You say, But that's what they done. But that wasn't the beginning of it. We won't talk about the beginning. There's a lot of things that we, we could name. But let me tell you, it doesn't start at the beer joint. It doesn't start with the adultery. It starts with the everyday grind. It starts with, I can't take this anymore. It starts with looking in the mirror and saying, Hey, hey, something's got to happen in my life. And I'm going to tell you, something can happen in your life tonight. You can get a revelation about life tonight that can change your attitude toward life and living and the future. oh, let's give the Lord a good hand clap here tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're going to talk about that which cometh up on me daily. Now, you know, the uh, uh, Apostle Paul, he was not a superman. In uh, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 8, the Apostle Paul said, For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble, which came to us in Asia. You see, the great apostle Paul, he had trouble too. He really did. He was not a superman. Now, some of you folks, you look at, you look at the elder here, and I, I appreciate the elder. Let me tell you something about the elder. He is not a superman. He is a man just like you are. He's had troubles in life just like you had. In fact, some of you have been in trouble. I mean, uh, no. <laughs> That's just life. He said, for we would not, brethren, have you to be ignorant of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of Asia. Hey, there's times in life when we feel pressed. That's right. You can't run and hide from life. He said we were pressed out of major. He said above strength insomuch that we despaired even of life. This is the great apostle that I'm talking about here. And then in... uh 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 8. He said, we're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. He said, we're perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. cast down, but not destroyed. I'm I'm talking about the great apostle Paul. So there's some things that, that, uh, well, they're here to stay. There's always, you know, about the time everything's going right, something's going to rip. Something's going to come unraveled. That's right. Something's going to break in on your peace. Thank God for prayer. Thank God for the church. Oh, you know what? It feels so good to be in church on a Wednesday night, sitting here in the presence of God, enjoying the blessing. Oh, you folks ought to thank God that you've got this Wednesday night service to come to. Hallelujah. Praise that which cometh. Up on me daily, 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 daily. Praise God. Now, many years ago, this has been many years ago, I was really going through a hard time in my life. Now, I will to tell you something. That wasn't the last time, but I remember this time, see. Everybody goes through a hard time in life. If I was the only person here that ever went through it, I wouldn't be talking about it. It don't bother me talking about it because everybody goes through it. One way or another, everybody's going to walk through the fire. Right, everybody. And so, but I was really, really going through it. I mean, I was, now I'm going to, I'm going to, I want you to get this. I was really, everybody say really. really. I was really, you understand, really discouraged. Not in God. No. But life had crashed in on me. Life caved in on me. I mean, the devil was barking at my heels. You said, well, you, you, you shouldn't talk like that. I said, no, I'm, I'm going to come on positive here in a little bit. There is victory in Jesus Christ. Praise God. And so it was that, uh, that I went to preach a revival for Brother uh, Ike Terry. Now, some of you may know him. Now, Brother Terry is quite a character. Oh, He's a character. He built a great church in Bakersfield, California. Turned out many, many preachers. Strong in the apostolic doctrine. Built a solid, sound, good church. When you, If he come walking in here right now and you look at him, you'd wonder, how in the world did he ever do it? Well, I could explain that, but I haven't got time. But anyway, I was there preaching him a revival. Now, you remember, I was a young man, and I, I was really going through it. And so we got through eating breakfast, and now, Brother Terry... He's he's tall, he's big, and he's bald-headed. And he said, Brother Morton, he talks just about like that. Brother Morton? He said, come on and go with me. Now, I'm going to tell you, the the old prophet knew what I needed. But I wish he'd have warned me ahead of time. So I went with him, and we walked out. Now, this was years ago. We walked out and walked up the street a little ways, and there was a telephone pole there. And he walked over that telephone pole and he touched it and he said, All right, Brother Morton, tag in. I said, What? He said, I said, Tag in. And so I sort of looked around, you know, and went over there and tagged in. He said, Now you know what we're going to do? Now this is before they ever started jogging. He said, We're going to go for a little jog. And here, brother, big old brother carrying little old me going down. I felt so stupid. But I won't say he he knew what he was doing. Don't leave me yet. I ain't got the end the story. I'm talking about life being daily. And uh, so there was another day that, uh, oh, it was in the wintertime, and it was cold, and, and it was dreary, and all I wanted to do was just stay at the church and, and pray, but he wouldn't let me. He'd say, you get up and come on with me. You're going to go to the dump with me. Go where, Brother Terry? Go to the dump. I was in the dump. So I didn't want to go to the dump." No. And so we got up and we'd go to the dump and he'd dig around at the dump. He said, Put that in my pit, huh?" But the, the old prophet he knew what he he was taking me someplace. He kept me there for several weeks. And I we preached revival. There's another day we was coming back from the dump yard and we went, I remember we was going across this old railroad track and, and he said uh, he said uh have you got pocket knife? I said, no, Brother Terry, I I don't have a pocket knife. He looked at me and said, well, every man ought to have a pocket knife. <laughs> and he took me over to, to an old general store, and he took me in, and he said, now you pick you out a pocket knife, so i got a pocket knife here tonight. So Brother Terry said, every man ought to have a pocket knife. And that old, that, that old man in that store whispered to me. He said, you know what? He said, that preacher... Bought, come in here one time and bought 40 pocket knives at one time. Because he believes every man ought to have a pocket knife. You say, what's this got to do with life? Well, you feeling better, ain't you? And <laughs> I ain't through yet. And so, so, uh, there was another day. There was another day. When, when we went out into his backyard. We went out into his backyard And and, uh, out there in his backyard, there was a fence. And there was uh, some roses growing on that fence and some rose buds. And I remember Brother Terry reached over and he cut off off a rose bud, something like that right there. He cut that rose bud off and he placed it in my hand. He said, Brother Morton, he said, I'll tell you what I want you to do. He said, I want you to unfold that rosebud. And I said to myself, I can't do that. And I said, Brother Terry, I can't do that. He said, I said unfold that rosebud, son. So I started, and I was the petals just broke off. My, I started to stop. He said, oh, no, you ain't stopping. You're going all the way. And when I got through, I had nothing but just broken pieces in my hand. And Brother Terry said... Brother Morton, let me tell you something. He said, that's the way your life's going to end up. He said, your life's going to end up with nothing but just broken pieces. That's all. He said, you know why? Because you're going through a hard time right now. He said, in fact, you're trying to force life. You're trying to push life open. You're trying to work it all out like you want it worked out. And he said, when you get to the end of your life, you're going to be a wreck. You ain't going to be no good for anybody. So What about that rosebud you got in your hand? It's no good to, but to be thrown away. He said, well, look here. And he reached over, and he, he cut off a, a beautiful rose. And he placed it in my hands. And he said, now, Brother Morton, look at that. He said, you know, that's a beautiful rose. He said, I could have come out here. And I could have looked on this fence when all them rose buds were there. And I could have said, I want roses today. And I could have started unfolding them. And he said, I've never got a rose. He said, but you know what I've done? He said, I come out here day after day. And he said, he said, you know, it takes a lot to have a rose. He said, it takes hot summer sun, cold winter winds. It takes fertilizing. It takes pruning. Yeah. It takes water. He said, it takes a lot. He said, so I just done it all, and I just come out here day after day. And he said, you know, he said, I watched God unfold that rosebud. Yeah. He said, I watched God unfold that rosebud. A second, a minute, an hour, a day, a week, a month at a time, just like he wanted to unfold it. And he said, you know what, Brother Morton? He said, if you'll just relax, if you'll just relax and let God unfold your life, he said, in the end, it will turn out as beautiful as this rose. Let's raise our hands and worship the Lord. Let's worship the Lord. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's love the Lord. Hallelujah to God. It is only a tiny rosebud, a flower of God's design. But I cannot unfold the petals with these clumsy hands of mine. The secret of unfolding flowers is not known to such as I. The flower God opened so sweetly would in my hands fade and die. If I cannot unfold a rosebud, this flower of God's design, then how can I think I have wisdom to unfold this life of mine? So I'll trust in Him. I'll trust in Him for His leading each moment of every day. And I'll look to Him for His guidance each step. Of the pilgrim way. For the pathway that lies before me, my heavenly Father knows. I'll trust Him to unfold the moments just as He unfolds the road. Let's raise our hands and love the Lord. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. We thank you, Lord. We praise your God. Let's give God the glory. Let's give God the praise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. So that's my subject tonight. Just let it unfold. Would you say that with me? Just let it unfold. Say it again. Say it again. I want to tell you something. If you can get the revelation of what I'm going to talk about in the next little while tonight. I'm going to tell you, life can change for you. Now, I'm not going to give you a super self-talk here tonight and tell you that it'll be 100% and it'll never be the same. I am telling you, life can be a lot better than it is tonight. We're human beings. There's no perfect situation. No, not till we walk on the street of gold. But I'm telling you, life can be better than what it is. Sometimes we create our own torture chamber. Glory to God. And so... From that moment on, from that moment on, well, let me tell you, really it was a couple of days later when it really dawned on me. I was with him in his, in his old Chevrolet pickup. I remember I had on a black overcoat. It was cold. And we was either going to the dump or coming from the dump. That's right. And I said, I said, but see, brother, you know, I thank God for the elder that took time to work with a young man like me. I was only about 28 years old, but he took time. Elder, I appreciate the time you've taken with young men. And so it was that we was coming. And I said, Brother Terry, I didn't mean to go to the dump with you today. And he looked at me and he said, you ain't got a choice. This is just the way it's unfolding, boy. And when he said that, it really dawned on me. You know what? I might as well just relax. I'm under His command. <laughs> That's right. There's no need getting up tonight. Just, just relax. Right. Now, I'm going to tell you something. If, if my plane had been late getting in here tonight, and you know, and I didn't get in here to, say, 830, I just wouldn't have got up tight. I'd have just sent word over here and said, I didn't make it. You know, ain't no need me killing myself because I didn't get here. I'm going to die soon enough as it is. Now, remember, it ain't never going to be perfect. I, I'm telling you, life used to ride me. Oh, let me tell you, Elder, it was like this. Life put a bit in my mouth. And, and, and life put a saddle on my back. And life put, uh, put boots on and spurs on. And life got in the saddle on my back. And life put them spurs in my side. And life started right. I mean, life was riding me. Come on. And I was just, just where life wanted me to go. Oh, my mouth was raw from the bit. My side was sore from the spurs. Oh, I was saddle sore. Oh, that's right. I mean, that's the way life. But I'm telling you, after the, the man of God took time with me, and he taught me this lesson, there was a day I woke up and I said, Hey, life, you've rode me long enough. I reached up and took the bit out of my mouth and Put it in life's mouth. Hallelujah. I jerked the the saddle off of my back and put it on life's back. I'm telling you, God didn't put me in this world for life to ride me to death, to grind me to death, to to ride me until I backslide, to ride me until I lose out with God. Hallelujah. And I put the boots on and I put the spurs. i got spurs hanging in my office at home. I've got boots in my arm. I'm telling you what, I'm riding life. What are you doing in Alexandria night? I'm riding life. Hallelujah. I want to tell you something. It's a lot more fun riding than it is being rode. Hey, some of you folks, you need to start riding life. Life's rode you too long. Come on. You need to get a revelation of this. Praise God. Praise God. You say, oh, the job, the job. It may not be the job, it may be you. But until God opens another door, say thank God for the job. Maybe we get a better attitude about that job, things be a lot better. Praise God. Well, you know, I never have liked this job, but I'm going to start thanking God for it. It's bringing in the cornbread. Praise God. Hallelujah. What am I doing in Alexandria, Louisiana tonight? You know, I'm going to tell you the truth. This, this is the way it unfolded. You know, really? You know, I mean, it just, yeah, it just, it just, just, just the way it unfolds. You know, we're not planning our life. The Bible said, "All things work together for good to them that love God." One translation said, "It's fitting into a plan." God's got a plan. Praise, and, and right here, right now, I'm just feeling the perfect will of God right here, right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just let it unfold. You, you, you get it? Just let it unfold. Let God unfold it, a day, a second. I tell you, life's got a lot sweeter since then. You know, Brother Terry, he, he's something else. One day, one day I called him. This is after I was passing in Fresno. One day I called him, and uh, he answered the phone. He said, "Hello." I said, "Brother Terry, this is Brother Morton. I want a word from God right now." He didn't stutter. He didn't miss a lick. He didn't say, "Well, let me think." He just said, just like this. I said, I need a word from God. He said, the longer you live, the bigger mess you're going to (laughs) make. Just like that. (laughs) The longer you live. I said, I have a word from God. (laughs) And then there was a day that when I was preaching for him, he said, now, Brother Morton, there's three things I want you to work on in life. He said, one is, I want you to get you a good pair of shoes. Wear good shoes. He said, number two, get a good car. Number three, get a good bed. He said, because life, life can be so uncomfortable. And he said, you know, a good bed, good shoes, good car. He said, because if you're not in one, you're usually in the other one. <laughs> now, don't that make sense really? It really does. So I got me a good pair of shoes. I got me a good car. And I got me a good bed. Praise God. You say, but I ain't got one. Work on it. Glory to God. That's right. He, he just teaches you a lot of a lot of good things like that. I remember one day we was out in his, uh, his backyard. We was out in his backyard and 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 he said uh, we went through this old gate, it had an old gate there, and he stopped at that old gate. He said, "Brother Morton, said you, you see that old gate?" I said, "Yeah, look here, I see it." He said, "Takes a long time to get a gate," and he just walked off and left. He's walked on to the house, and I stood and I still remember what I was thinking. I looked at that gate and I said, "Who wants that gate? I don't even <laughs> want that gate." And so. Then one day we was out there. He said, See that fence? I said, yeah. He said, Takes a long time to get a fence, boy, and just walked off and the left me. Then there was another day. We were standing and looking up his, his cement driveway. He said, See that driveway? Yeah, Brother Terry. He said, it Takes a long time to get a cement driveway. And then one day, we were sitting in the house. I still remember it. there was blue carpet. I remember because I was blue and it was blue. Everything was blue. You gotta understand I was going through it. But 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 before I got through, I was coming out of it. <laughs> you know, and I, I remember I was sitting there like this, and he was sitting over there like that. That's that's right. He said, Brother Morton said, You see that carpet? By then I knew what he's gonna say. <laughs> I said, Yeah, I said to myself, Yeah, it takes a long time. He said, It takes a long time to get carpet on the floor. And then, you know what he told me? He said, let me tell you something. He said, takes a long time to get a gate. Takes a long time to get a cement driveway. Takes a long time to get a fence. Takes a long time to get carpet on the floor. He said, you're just a young man. And he said, you come here and you see this building that God's blessed me with and these saints that God's blessed me with and these buses that God's blessed me with and all this that God... And he said, you want it right now. He said, it takes a long time to get this. He said, let me tell you about people in the church I pastor. He said, I got young married couples that hadn't got this revelation. And he said, said, you know what? He said, they both got jobs and and a lot of them got two jobs apiece and said, they're not faithful to church like they ought to be, and they're wearing their fingers to the bone, because mama's got carpet, and and mama's got a, 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 a cement driveway, and daddy's got a fence and a gate, and they want all that right now. He said, Brother Morton, if they just relax and let it unfold, and he said, if they'd seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, all these things would be added unto them. <laughs> Hallelujah. All these things would be added unto him. Praise God. He said, but i got people backsliding, trying to get ahead. He said, if they just seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, God will take care of these things. Oh, let's give the Lord a good hand clap here tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You won't. Carpet on the floor. You want a cement driveway. You want a gate. But be faithful to Wednesday night. Be faithful to Sunday morning. Be faithful to Sunday night. Get in that prayer room. Win souls. Give your heart to this church. Pay your tithe. Be faithful. And I'm telling you, God will bless you beyond your wildest imagination. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, sir. I'm telling you, God does not want us to be worry warts. No. You know what Jesus said in the book of uh, Matthew chapter 6 and verse 25, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. What he's actually saying there, he's actually saying, don't worry. That's what he said. He said, don't worry about your life. What you shall eat or what you shall drink or... No, yet for your body what you shall put on is not life more than meat than the body than raiment. He said, behold, the fowls there. He said, look at that bird flying there. He said, they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? He said, which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his statue? What he's saying there, which of you by taking thought, by worrying is what he said, can add one cubit unto his statue. In other words, he was saying it doesn't do any good to worry. Some of you folks don't feel like you feel right unless you're worrying. You feel condemned unless you're worried. I just thought oh, you know, I was raised up and, and, and my mama I'm still I'm here saying it now. Oh, that just worries me. That just worries me. I'm determined I ain't saying that. Because I growed up worried. I was supposed to worry. That just worried me. You know what worry means? It means uh, to be unduly careful and anxious. It means to fret. It means to be troubled or uneasy. It means to feel distress in the mind. Worry produces fear. And the Bible said, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Worry is a grave digger that has no sympathy. Worry is a robber of our faith and our peace and our joy. Worry should never be indulged in by the Pentecostals of Alexandria. Worry should never be indulged in by the Pentecostals of Alexander. Praise God. Praise God. And you hear about the economy down here in, 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 in Louisiana? Well, I'll tell you, look around here. It don't look bad to me. I'm going to tell you, God takes care of His people. He does. God takes care of His uh, people. But we're talking about just, just letting it un- unfold. You know, things don't just happen. To the children of God, they're part of a wonderful plan. The troubles, the reverses, the sorrows, the rod are strokes of the master's hand. When some dreaded accident strikes you a blow and you restlessly fret and demand, why try so hard the mystery to know it's not just an accident, it's part of the master's plan. Glory to God. You know, up in, like in San Francisco, California, you go up there sometime and you'll see a lot of artists and they'll be painting pictures and so forth and so on. And you walk by and you look at this picture and it, it just don't look desirable. I mean, it's just got some, here's a piece of canvas and got a mark there and a mark there and a mark here and mark there. And it just, you know, it, it just, it just don't look desirable. But after a while, you may come by and it may be a beautiful, finished picture of the Golden Gate Bridge. And you say,
0: boy, that's beautiful.
1: You see, in our life right now, we, we can't see the end. All we see is, is, is a canvas and, and some paint here and some paint there. But hey, God's not through with us yet. God's not through with us yet. Hey, everything's gonna be all right. I said, everything's gonna be all right. Praise God. Let's 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 give God a chance. Then I, I found this one day in a in a little booklet and I wrote it down. It says, A little girl, eager and curious, picked several rosebuds from her mother's garden and tore them open to make them bloom. But her eagerness turned to disappointment when the flowers failed to respond to her efforts. Her mother explained that God has a time. God has a time for the roses to bloom. And they would have bloomed perfectly had she left them alone. How like some of us, weary with waiting for God, weary waiting for God, we tear at the wrappings of tomorrow and sometimes spoil. What would have bloomed naturally and beautifully had we only left it alone and been willing to wait, wait, I say, on the Lord. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Oh, let's raise our hands and worship God. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the Lord. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. Wait on the Lord. I'm telling you right here, while this service is going on, God is working in some lives. God is working in some hearts. God is working in some homes. Hey, I've pastored long enough to know. I can come here and sit in this chair tonight. And I can look out there and say, boy, this is a beautiful bunch of people. And it is. And I can say, boy, this is the perfect place. But I know sitting out there, there's folks that work on jobs. And you work with cussing, smutty folks that tell, smutty. Cut- Bad jokes, and you got to put up with that, and, and, and it's a grind. And, and, and you come home, and the paycheck ain't big enough, and, and, and the bills are tight. And, and, and but I'm telling you, God's here tonight. God, you know, you know, you know what? God didn't. Hey, there, there's many things that I could have preached tonight. That's right, there's many things. But I've got to feel inspired to preach what I... And I feel inspired. And when I feel inspired, I know it's the Holy Ghost. I know it's God. You understand? And so God brought you and I together tonight for such a time as this. God wants me to tell you He loves you. He has His eye on you. He's taking care of things. If you'll just wait on Him, He's going to unfold your life. Your life's going to be beautiful. Everything's going to work out if you'll put your trust in Him. Praise! Oh, let's love the Lord. Hallelujah! Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Let's love the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. There was another, there was another time when Brother Terry, now this was after I was pastoring too, and he called me. He said, Brother Morton. He said, there's Brother Terry. I knew that. I, I should have said, Hey, been to the dump today, Elder? But he called me and he said, You know, Brother Morton, he said, I, I, I will to talk to you. He said, In fact, I won't read something to you. He said, You know what? Everybody don't like you. Oh, he just tells it like it is. He said, Everybody don't like you. Elder, was you on the general board when he come and talk to the general board? Uh, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> he said, he said, Brother moon everybody don't like you. He said, but I won't tell you something. He said, let me read you something. He said, they drew a circle that shut me out. They called me a heretic, a rebel, a thing to flout. But love and I had a wit to win. We drew a circle that took them in. He said, I will to tell you something as you go through life, Brother Morton. He said, you're going to run into people that don't like you. And they're going to draw a circle. And they're going to shut you out. He said, when they draw a circle and they put you on the outside of that circle. He said, I want you to draw a bigger circle and take them in. He said, spend the rest of your life going through life drawing big circles. Big circles. He said, when they draw a circle and they shut you out. He said, you just, love and I had a wit to win. We drew a circle that took him in. Glory to God. That's it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Let's go through life drawing big circles. Nobody's going to shut me out. I'm not going to hate. No. Bitterness doesn't work. Hatred doesn't work. And I'm going to tell you this. As you go through life, you're going to come to the gate of bitterness. And if you're not careful, oh, you'll come to it several times. If you're not careful, you'll go through it. You'll go through it. Don't go through that gate. Back up. Going around it. Oh yeah. Draw a big circles. If somebody's giving you a hard time right now, if hate, if a root of bitterness is springing, hey, just they're shutting you out. You're feeling sorry for yourself. Draw a big circle. Take them in. I'm going to love them. I'm going to love you more than you love me. You can hate me, but I'm going to love you. You can shut me out, but I'm going to love you. Oh, let's give the Lord a good hand clap. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let's worship the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Brother Terry Gunn wrote a song. He said, I watched as the blossoms turned to flowers with the beauty that God alone can give. He cares enough to send the sunshine and the showers, and he cares as much about the way that I live. He said, I've tried many times to chart my pathway. In despair, I almost lost my way. But when I stopped and let the Lord guide my footsteps, My life unfolds. He leads me on day by day. Unfold my life like the flowers in the springtime. Lord, let your will bring the rain or the sunshine. Teach me to wait with patience until I see my life unfold in your will. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Some of you, you don't know about the future. I say some of you, I don't even know about my future. But I know who holds the future. Praise God. But we can't get anxious about tomorrow. We, the Lord taught us to just live one day at a time. And just And just let it unfold. You know, I read this in the Reader's Digest one time. There was a teenage son and he went blind. And uh, he, the father of the son was asked, he said, you you, you, and your wife bear this so, so calmly. How, how can you do it? And the father of the son said this. He said, it seems to me that we have three choices. Our son, our teenage son. In his prime, he went blind. And we're not bitter. Number one, we can curse life for doing this to us. And we can look for some way to express our grief and our rage. Or, number two, we can grit our teeth and just... Endure or number three we can accept it He said the first alternative is useless. The second is exhausting. He said the third is the only way Just accept it. And then I'm adding these words and say that's just the way it unfolded I'm telling you what everybody here tonight Everybody here everybody 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 everybody. Everybody can say, you know, there's been some things happen in my life. I don't understand it. But my attitude is, "Hmm, that's just the way it unfolded. Did you like it? No, didn't like it. Would you want to go through it again? No, don't want to go through it again. But I can't help it. There's some things out of my control. That's just the way it unfolded. But I'm going to tell you something. God knows best. God knows best. We've got to learn uh, to to trust Him and to lean on Him. Praise God and to put our confidence in Him. The Apostle Paul said, "That which cometh up on me daily, daily. You know what I'm talking about. You know the bills. You know, you know the uh, the pressures, the pressures, and 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 the tire that blew out, and 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 your baby sick, and and everything caves in on you at once. But I'm telling you, God is there. God is there. Now I'll tell you something, Brother Terry, uh, uh, he taught me something else. There was a day that we went to the church and this was many years ago and, and there used to be a pastor out behind his house, uh, the church there, and, and he had a horse out there. he keep a horse out there. And, uh, and there was an old, he had an old-fashioned bathtub that he used for water and trough. He and I went around the corner one day and we went out there and that 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 somebody run a hose out there, and that that bathtub was just running over. Water was running everywhere, running everywhere. And Brother Terry stood there. He said, "You never know what he's going to say." He said, "Brother Morton, look at that. Somebody turned the water on, and they didn't turn it off." He said, "Ooh." I know who done that. He said, in fact, I can go find them right now. And he said, if I do, it's going to ruin their day. (laughs) Yeah, he said, it's going to ruin their day. And he said, you know what? It's going to ruin their day. He said, it's such a silly thing to turn the water on and not turn it off. He said, if I ruin their day, you know what? It's going to ruin mine too. He said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to turn the water off. I'm just going to turn the water off. You know what? If we're not careful, we'll let something that's not important ruin our day. Hey, all this makes sense. You say, but you got all that from Brother Terry. Uh, That's right. I got all from Brother Terry. And I'm telling you about it now because he may never get here. Tell you. And... It's never 100%. Now, now I'll tell you what you need to go home. You need to go home and, and, and fix you a sign that says, just let it unfold. Really? Now, you need to hang it someplace where you'll always see it, like on the refrigerator. You know, you'll always see it there. And, and you need to start practicing this philosophy. Now, I'm going I'm to tell you something. Remember, I've already told you, you'll never get 100%. Now, this is the way it'll be. You'll go home. You'll get excited. Boy, I'm just going to let it unfold. I'm going to be a different guy. I'm not going to kick the cat no more. I'm not going to grab at my wife. No, I'm not going to do that no more. And, and it'll go good for about five days. And, and you, I'm just going to make up a story. And you'll come home, and you'll be walking up drive. Look at that dent in the side of my car. And you're going to go in that house. You're going to say, woman, I don't know what that dent's doing inside that car. She said, what den are you talking about? Don't lie to me. I'm talking about folk Pentecostals, you know. Don't lie to me. I didn't, I didn't know this dent. You come out here. You see that den. She honey, I didn't know that dent was in that car. What happened? She went to the grocery store to get him some grub. To fix him some supper. And so while she was there, she was getting in and out on this side, putting grub. And somebody backed into it on this side. You know? When the attitude y'all take is just, hmm. That's just, that's just the way it did it. <laughs> just the way it walked. You understand? So it'll never be a, and you got to work on this all the time. Boy, there's times in my life when I really got, wait, 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 wait. Now, let me, let me tell you, now, we got to balance this out here. We got to balance this out. Now, now, one of you little old boys, you may, uh, you may go, you may, you may, uh, okay, let's say that tomorrow uh, the neighbor comes over and says, Hey, I want to tell you something. Said your boy over there got in our garage and got a, paint, uh, a bucket of red paint and said poured it all over my kid and all over my porch. And so here comes your boy straying home in red paint, you know, hey, boy. And and mama said, i tell you what. Boy. No, mama, don't get so excited. Mama. Mama, this is just the way it unfolded. Don't worry about it. You know what the preacher said Wednesday night? And what you need to say, you don't step back and say, Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, honey. No, you say, Oh, that's right. And this is just the way it's fixed to unfold. Whop, 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 whop. Life's got to have a balance to it. I mean, you got to get mad sometimes. Praise God. But But, you know, really, we let water on the ground. Oh, I forgot. He said this. He said, he said, I'm just going to turn the water off. He said, why? Why should I be upset over water on the ground when the whole world is lying in wickedness and needs God? That's my number one concern. But we let, we let things get us off the track. We let things derail us. You know, it takes a long time to get a gate. Think about that. It really does. It, don't, 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 don't wear your fingers to the bone trying to get a gate. Just relax, love God, be faithful to church, pay your tithe, do what's right, and in time, God will add. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. God will take care of it. Yeah, and you know, we let, we let just water on the ground spoil our day we let it ruin our life when we need to learn to just let it unfold everybody say just let it unfold say it again say it again let's raise our hands and worship the lord hallelujah oh let's love the lord glory to god glory to god let's raise our hands and love the lord Glory to God in Jesus name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God. You see, this message is not judgment. It's not, uh, it's not mercy. It's not Acts 2.38. It's not the oneness of God. It's not holiness. It's just life. That's what I felt like talking about tonight is is just life. I'm telling you, saints, don't feel bad about just, this is life. This is life. This is life. It's only a tiny rosebud, a flower of God's design. But I cannot unfold the petals with these clumsy hands of mine. The secret of unfolding flowers is not known to such as I. The flower God opened so sweetly would in my hands fade and die. If I cannot unfold a rosebud, this flower of God's design, then how can I think I have wisdom to unfold this life of mine? So I'll trust in Him for His leading each moment of every day. And I'll look to Him for His guidance each step of the pilgrim way. For the pathway that lies before me, my heavenly Father knows. I'll trust Him to unfold the moments just as He unfolds the rose. Let's raise our hands and worship the Lord. Let's love the Lord. Glory to God. Let's draw, let's draw nigh to God right now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let's love the Lord. Hallelujah.
3: going to
0: take us through. Jesus is going to take us through. Jesus is going to take us through. Wasn't that a tremendous Bible study? Thank you, Brother Martin, for a very practical lesson. Thank you for a very practical Bible lesson. Help us get through life. We used to sing a song a long time ago. It said, He's never failed me yet. He's never failed me yet. Everywhere I go, I want the world to know Jesus
3: Christ has never failed me yet. Folks, has he ever
2: let he's you never know? Has there ever there
3: been a time
0: he's failed
2: you? He's never failed me yet. Jesus Christ has
3: never failed me yet. Yes. Everywhere I go. go
0: Take your Bible study, study up. Let's baptize them. Bring you two ladies oh, with you. Let's baptize them. He's never failed. failed me. Yet. I need our baptismal folks up there, please. Yes, yet. Jesus, Jesus Christ. In this fantastic me baptizing yet. this young man in Jesus' name oh,
3: tonight. Baptizing oh, those two brand new ladies tonight I in want Jesus' the name. Christ has, has never, never failed, failed me yet, yet. Yes. everywhere I go, I want the world road to know that Jesus Christ has, has never failed me, failed yet. me yet, he's, he's never, never failed, failed me yet, Never. He's never he's failed
0: never. me yet, never. Jesus Christ has, has never failed me Jesus. That's all we got to do is just lean on Jesus. Amen. Let I me mean, know somebody you're going to bring to church with you Sunday. Raise That's your hand. You're going to work have on it. it. We gotta Try to have, have somebody here, here, Brother Martin.
3: Buster, we got to have them here.
0: Thank you again, Brother Martin, for a great Bible study. Oh, 6 amen. to 9 in the morning. He'll pray that prayer shift. There it is over there, Sister Karen. Please come sign it. That's here at the That's church. Secure, Don't forget that. 12 to 3 tomorrow afternoon. There anyone one move yet, please, till we get these 12 to 3 tomorrow afternoon? Who'll pray that shift? Come on, quickly, give me a hand. 12 to 3 tomorrow. There it is, Sister Cindy. Thank you. Folks, don't let all these new converts take the prayer shifts. 3 to 6 tomorrow afternoon. Who'll take that? There it is. Thank you. Come sign it, Sister Dawn.
3: 6
0: to 9. 6 to 9 tomorrow. Thank you. Come sign it, please, Paul. 9 to midnight tomorrow night. There it is. Thank you. Come sign it. Great.
2: 3 to 6 Friday afternoon.